This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It is Friday, 16 December in the year of our Lord, 2022. We are going to be... Uh, there's blockbuster news all over. I'm going to start with Mike Davis. I also have, we got the three mics to start off. I got Mike Davis. I got Mike Lindell. And I got Mike Seifert from Public uh, SQ. Also, we're going to be going out to uh, Arizona. We got Prince and Nicole from the new federal state of China. They're going to be presenters at uh, the Incredible America Fest out there with Charlie Kirk and the team. We're going to do a preview of that. They're going to come on. So the show is packed. Uh, so, Mike Davis, you've walked us through, you've been our Sherpa through so many of these tough situations. I got to tell you, uh, Matt Taibbi put out a tweet uh, this afternoon. I read it to Boris earlier, but I got to read it to you because I want this audience to focus on this. This is Matt Taibbi, a liberal reporter formerly of the Ro Rolling Stone, a, a real adversary of, uh, of Andrew Breitbart. They would go at it all the time over a decade ago. Taibbi, quote, Instead of chasing child sex predators or terrorists, the FBI has agents, lots of them, analyzing and mass flagging social media posts, not as part of any criminal investigation, but as a permanent end in itself surveillance operation. People should not be okay with this. Mike Davis, tell me, explain this to me. Uh, what is going on here? Because uh, this is pretty big blockbuster news, sir. I mean, this is what all of us on the right have uh, suspected for many years and feared. And it's out there on Twitter right now where there were 80 FBI agents working with Twitter alone to censor, silence, deplatform and cancel people who dared to question elections. Uh, elections in this country. They call it election misinformation. And it, it seems it used to be that only in third world Marxist hellholes would the government censor people who question elections. But the FBI is doing that right now with Twitter, working hand in glove with them. This is a clear, blatant First Amendment violation uh, under uh, our civil rights laws, 1988 of our civil rights laws. There was a Wall Street Journal opinion piece out earlier this week where it talks about how this could be a criminal violation. It's, you're talking about conspiracy against our civil rights, 18 U.S.C. 241. This is as bad as it gets. Uh, and remember, this is just Twitter. The only reason we're finding out about this is because Elon Musk is this benevolent billionaire who made this horrific $44 billion investment to buy this dumpster fire called Twitter. Just imagine what they have at Facebook or what they have at Google that those, those companies are 25 times bigger than Twitter. No one can afford to just go in and buy those companies like Elon Musk has done in Twitter. And those are the companies that are the actual gatekeepers, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple. Those are the actual gatekeepers over online information and commerce. Just imagine what the FBI, what DHS, what our intel agencies are doing with Google and, face, and, and, and Facebook, uh, uh, this, is, this is as bad as it gets for a political scandal. And House Republicans need to make this priority number one when they take over in January. What's so stunning here, you said they had 80 FBI agents in the surveillance operation. I know it's against the law for the CIA to sur do surveillance on U.S. citizens. But I thought the FBI, even to do surveillance, had to go get warrants. They had to be some process. How can they have an 80-man unit at what is essentially the um, the public town square of the world, but particularly the United States? And you have a situation where guys like Mike Lindell and others are being in, in War Room, uh, you know, our War Room account. I've never been on Twitter, but we had a War Room account that was pulled off because we were going after uh, Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. We were putting up information of that. We were talking about Chris Ray. We were talking about Tony Fauci. Uh, Mike Lindell got taken down for a host of reasons. Part of it, though, was the election integrity 
part of it. How could you possibly have had 80 FBI agents full time on this surveillance operation, sir, and not be criminal? How did they get that budget passed by the House? How did Chris Ray never inform the president of the United States, Donald Trump, who he reported to? Right. How, how did Bill Barr, a Republican Bush apparatchik, how did he not know that and report that to the president, that this is something that the president of the United States should have known, sir? Yeah, that's a very good question, Steve. I think this started during the Obama administration. It started back uh, in 2016, and it, it continued when Hillary Clinton, the biggest election denier in our history, uh, couldn't come to terms with the fact that uh, Donald Trump beat her uh, in 2016. And so they try to blame Russian disinformation, Russian influence, foreign disinformation, foreign influence. Remember, they deplatformed the New York Post, one of America's oldest newspapers, for accurately reporting the Hunter Biden laptop corruption scandal. And it, it, it's just amazing that they have this power. And it just it goes back to what we've been discussing on here for, for a long time, Steve, is we have to break up big tech because they have so much power, they have so much control over information, and it's so easy for the government to put their put their their hands around a monopolist net to control, make that monopolist do the government's bidding for them. They have this antitrust amnesty and this section 230 immunity. Those are, you know, those are very, very valuable to these big tech platforms. And so when when the FBI or DHS or the Biden White House or the Biden Intel agencies call over to Twitter or Facebook or whatever big tech platform and say and they say jump, the big tech big tech platform is going to say how high because the government has so much power over these big tech platforms. We need to break them up. You saw President Trump. He put the seven minute video out and it was tightly argued, right? Almost like a lawyer's brief. Do you think it went far enough? Because the one thing I didn't say, I saw 230 is an executive order. He's going to go after the public side, which is the government side. He's also going to go the, principally the private companies. But do you think there was enough there that would do it? Because I think you and I to the side that these have to be broken up. The 230 and some of these regulations you put in there, it's just not enough because these oligarchs are out of control. And if this is a fact that they had a surveillance operation with the FBI of 80 full-time agents that were surveilling the Mike Lindells and the Donald Trumps of the world. And that's how these guys got uh, broomed off here. And by the way, Jack Dorsey told you this was going to happen. Dorsey said the other day when he was forced out by basically Paul Singer, who's a Trump hater, his Elliott management, the activist investor, that he said this became a government controlled entity. Do you think President Trump, as good as that was, and we were blown away and very impressed, do you think it was strong enough if Mike Davis was in his ear, would he say that even, he even needs to be harder? I thought it was very good. It was very substantive. It was very, and it would, it would be very important first steps, first few steps, actually, to hold big tech accountable. Those were very bold, powerful proposals. I think that where Republicans need to, to get to is, is we have to break up these big tech monopolies, Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple, because here's the problem. The left is going to try to do everything they can to destroy Elon Musk. They're doing it right now with advertiser boycotts. They're going to try to choke uh, t Twitter with, with their advertisers to, to, to bleed Twitter dry. If that does not work, if Elon Musk can survive that, if he has, if he has the financial resources and the fortitude to, to ride out the advertiser boycotts, what's going to happen next is you're going to see uh, the parlor play where Google and Apple come up with some bogus excuse to kick Twitter out of the app store duopoly. They're going to say Twitter lets foreign disinformation or election misinformation or whatever their bogus excuse was for Parliament. It was January 6th, and they're, they're going to kick uh, Twitter out of the app store duopoly, and then Amazon will kick Twitter off the Internet. And, and there goes Twitter. Just like that, a $44 billion investment can go out the door overnight. That's exactly what they did with, with Parler. Remember, they blamed Parler for January 6th even though the protests were organized on Facebook, Google and Apple kick Parler out of the App Store duopoly. Amazon kicks uh, Parler off the internet. Uh, Parler files an antitrust claim and it, it gets kicked because our antitrust laws need to be updated. We have to update and enforce our century-old antitrust laws so we can control big tech's gatekeeping power over information and commerce. They have too much power, and now we see government in bed with big tech to censor Americans. It doesn't get more dangerous 
to democracy. Democrats uh, pretend like they care about democracy. It does not get more dangerous to democracy than when government, big government, is in bed with monopolists uh, censoring Americans. Mike, now that the Taibbi thing is being released, uh, people are going to need to follow your commentary on uh, on Getter and Twitter, all the platforms you are. How do people get to your website to find out more about your crusade against the tech oligarchs, and how do they get uh, to follow you on social media? Yeah, it's article3project.org, article3project.org. On there is a link to the War Room Posse uh, website for the six antitrust bills that we're supporting that would actually break up big tech's gatekeeping power. You can find this on Getter, Twitter, Truth at, at Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project. And my personal is M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And this is an, what, what needs to happen in January is Republicans, House Republicans in particular, need to get out of bed with big tech. Stop taking their money, stop doing their bidding. This is getting too serious now, and we need to start doing something about it. The time for talk is over. It's time to do something about it, and that's break up big tech with these six bipartisan bills. And you you agree one of the things we have to do also is to stop this omnibus so that people have the leverage, you have the tools and the weapons at your disposal to basically shut all this down coming out of the box because this thing's out of control right now. If we give Nancy Pelosi basically her dead hand on the tiller for uh, for a year, uh, this will put everything back. You agree with that? I, I do. I, I think that they should wait until Republicans take over the House before we uh, do anything on government spending. Why are we unilaterally disarming here? This is this is a, a bad move, um, uh, and I, I just can't understand why we're doing it. Other than uh, we want to fund Ukraine and other uh, bogus overseas adventures. Mike Davis, thank you for taking time away on a Friday to join us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Okay, historic day. Let's go ahead and play the introduction, the cold open for Mike Lindell. We're not going to let it roll. That's okay. It was good enough. Was it Thus Spake Zarathustra? Um, Mike Lindell, big day for you. That, that, was that the first? Can we put it back up? You don't need to see my smiling face. Let's see Mike Lindell with his. <laughs> so you finally got back on. You finally got back on Twitter. How many years has this been? Well, it's been it'll, coming up on two years, and uh, it's kind of it. Going back at my last, but. As you can see, I don't think I've changed much, Steve. Um, we've got to save our country. And uh, right now, I believe it's up over 600,000 people right now have, uh, have uh, um, followed me now already. And it's only been a few hours. And um, it's funny, one of the followers, I want to read this, everybody. Um, this comes from our old pal, Alan Duke, uh, Facebook backpack, guy that was a part. Uh, Probably part of getting me off Twitter, you know, and it says, um, Mike, welcome back to Twitter. I'm following you so you don't have to text me so much telling me I'm going to prison. You can do it right here, Alan Duke. That's kind of funny, actually. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Hold. Just, just for, look, we have a huge uh, podcast and radio audience. I want you to read yours. Mike Lindell got kicked off a couple of years ago. A big, he was for many reasons. One reason, obviously, election integrity. But just to let you know that Mike Lindell still has the uh, the old spit in their eye right. cussedness. Uh, right. Here's, that, what, that, here's that, what. Read, read, read for read, read our audience what your first tweet said. The very first one after two years of probation. After two years of probation, everybody, I'm back! Exclamation! Exclamation mark! Thank you at Elon Musk. And by the way, 
Uh, I can't see my thing here. Sorry, Steve. And by the way, uh, melt down the electronic voting machines and turn them into prison bars. <laughs> that was kind of what you were kicked off for. On a serious note, how uh, important is this, is that they're now letting people back onto this platform? And Matt Taibbi saying the FBI should be arresting child predators and terrorists and not having an 80-man team, Mike Lindell. The FBI are the guys that took you down. The, the executives at Twitter, and you can tell from all that what they're saying, it's coming up. They're very immature, not a lot of experience in the world, uh, basically grundoons. But you've got uh, the FBI was running the operation. The FBI is the right. guys that did surveillance of you and took you down. Sir, your thoughts? Well, you know, I knew that uh, I've, I've said it from way back then that uh, uh, Jack Dorsey, I said, when I said melt down these machines and turn them into prison bars, Jack, I believe, will be right there with Mark Zuckerberg, Alan Duke, all of them. But the, to have the FBI involved, you know, we heard we had heard back with, uh, I believe it was Dr. Shiva, that the government was was interfering with the, the and then a secretary of state with Twitter. And uh, we had heard that clear back in uh, the summer of 2020, I believe. And uh, so it it's not, doesn't surprise me, Steve. We knew it was uh, they needed to. They needed to get Twitter, suppress us there, cancel us out there. Remember, everybody, January 7th and 8th were some of the two most important dates in our history of our country. Those are the dates that they took down people's voices. 1.2 million Americans deplatformed on YouTube, Vimeo, Google, um, Zuckerbuck's Facebook, Twitter, or they were suppressed. Well, we got through that, and this is a historical day for me and for the country because we're getting our voice back. The, uh, you know, we're getting our voice back. That's what we've been needing all along. We've had the evidence and we've had, we've had the truth, but when you sit and you just keep talking and talking about it, it doesn't go out as fast. And now I believe this is gonna be the start of you know, getting, getting the word out, the stuff that we've had, the stuff that's been bottled up for two years now. And, uh, and then you're gonna see, uh, a lot of people are going to go. I believe a lot of people are going to go to prison. I mean, this is this is a crime against our country. I, it's a crime against all humanity. You're trying to take our country. You're trying. You know, this has been like I've said all along. It's an attack by the by China, the CCP, the Uniparty, the deep state, the globalists. And here's just another part. The onion's unraveling for them. Is what's happening. Let's go to that. I mean, did you ever in a million years think that we would find, uh, and by the way, I want to get to Facebook in a second and Alan Duke, because as Mike Davis just said, it's 20 times bigger than Twitter. Right. Uh, did right. you ever in a million years imagine, sir, that we would get to a situation where 80 FBI agents full time were there on surveillance of American citizens to deplatform them from social media, particularly? about a topic called voter integrity, that they would actually, yeah. the, it's a Federal Bureau of Investigation would actually say, given the evidence we have of how this election was stolen, let me just be blunt. This was a coup against yeah. a sitting president. They did it to Nixon and they took Nixon out. And now we know today that the CIA will not allow, the deep state will not allow the last 20% of those documents to come out and the reason they don't want it to come out, because you're going to see CIA and FBI involvement in the Warren Commission, to, 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 to lying to the Warren Commission, and lying to all authorities, and involvement with Lee Harvey Oswald, the Cubans, all of it. That they, and they're lying to say it's about methods, sources of methods. That's all a lie. That's all a lie. They, and you can, you can see now, in this country, and this is just like ancient Rome, history does not... This is just the Praetorian Guard where they got into the habit of overthrowing the emperors and picking their own emperors. This is Kennedy to Nixon to Trump. They tried to get Reagan too, but they got they and they got those three. They assassinated one. They basically impeached and forced the other from office. And now we know in 2020, Mike Lindell, that they forced Donald Trump from office. Sir, is there any doubt in your mind? Any doubt? You've you built a business from scratch. Is there any doubt in your businessman's mind about exactly what went on here? It's 100%. It's all every piece fits. We've hit, and we've known that this you needed to do that in order to take our country. 
and to get rid of uh, our, the greatest president we've ever had. In order to do that, you had to have big tech. You had to have, um, uh, should we say, Fox News. You had to suppress, let's just say that, that you needed lawfare to stop everybody's voice besides having uh, uh, the government go after, you know, go into and make deals with, uh, obviously they made deals with Twitter and uh, Facebook and Google and Apple, all, all of these. I mean, you, it's amazing. It just shows you the resilience of, of people where you had all these platforms and all this massive attack, but yet we we're getting through it, Steve. This is the miracle I've been telling everybody about. Every day, more and more gets revealed. And I, but you know what really surprises me is why you don't have as many whistleblowers yet. They're, you know, maybe they should get lesser prison time and just start turning themselves in. I mean, it's over. We're getting, it's all going to, the walls are crumbling down for them. Um, tell me, what are you going to, what's your, you're back on Twitter. You're on Getter. You've built your own social media platform, your own app. People feel comfortable there because it's not the toxicity of, of, of these others. Plus your, your, the engagement is so much higher in these other smaller platforms. Where, where do you go from here? What, tell me what you do on the I, social media side. And I want to know what you're going to do on the legal side. Because remember, they try to shut you down to put you out of business. Just doing yeah. your political th things and doing your, your Christian drug network, that was all part of it. But they principally wanted to make you a pauper again. They wanted to destroy my pillow because they knew in my pillow it gave you the resources. You're not a guy that's going to spend a lot of money right. on yourself. You're going to put that back into making the country better, or you're going to put it back in to making your own company better, more employees, more manufacturing, et cetera. They wanted right. to bankrupt you, Mike, to destroy right. you. What, to, what, is your, what are you going to do? Uh, what's, your, what's your angle of attack on this? Right. And by the way, let's add, let's add Verizon and Amazon onto that, too. Amazon has taken my frank speech platform, and we, we don't get up on fire stick. They have completely blocked us. They said straight out your content. I don't know, Steve. They might not like your show. I don't know. I, I, I don't have, you know, but they said content, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought old Jeff Bezos would like it. But uh, anyway, then you have Verizon that has suppressed everybody. If you're out there and you haven't had text alerts from Frank Speech, it's because Verizon one year ago, when I put out a, a, a text message to everyone showing that I, I interviewed our great real president, Donald Trump. And the day I sent that text out, Verizon took down our text marketing, which was about ten to $15,000 a day, and that's gone forever. They said last summer they were going to give it back. They lied, and now it's been over a year. We asked one more time. They said no. So am I legal? You know, once again, that's probably going to end up being a lawsuit. It costs us a lot of money, a lot, of, but it costs me the money, you know, the money's were maybe replaceable. But but it's it's the voice. All that time I couldn't reach out to anybody on Verizon. We had over 1.5 million people that I had telephone numbers where people wanted to hear the message from Frank's speech. Steve, now by, by with the Twitter though, when where do we go from here? I believe I'm hoping that this day and tomorrow that everyone because it's making news everywhere right now. I just googled my name and Twitter and and. Um, and uh, Forbes has picked it up. Yahoo, everybody's picking it up. And we're up, we're getting upwards, uh, I think about upwards of a million people now on there. The more people I can get on there, the better. And then what I wanna do is, it's like you're putting a message out. You're able then to reach more people. More people will find out on Twitter about Frank's speech. More people will find out then about True Social. More people will find out about Getter. It's almost like a hubbable wheel which I wanted, you know, that information center, which I put on with the grassroots with Cause of America, but I want to be that voice where we can, you have the voice that can go out. Because we remember, we don't have the foxes of the world. You know, we should do a, we should do a whole block sometime on where's Fox? You know, what's wrong with Fox? That could be a new, a new, a new half hour. That could be a new half hour sitcom. What's wrong with Fox? And then we could have the other half, shame on you, Alan Duke. Those would be the two halves. What's wrong with Fox? Shame on you, Alan Duke. How many times? How many times you you you, you Alan Duke's people should know is the, is the guy that does lead stories. He's the fact checker 
over at Facebook and that massive platform. Mike Lindell, how many times do you text him and say he's going to prison for lying? Oh, I Helen and I go, it just, I, we've been for about a year and a half. Let me give you a little backstory about Alan Duke. Um, he, when I came out with the, I kept, and when we came out with absolute proof on February 5th of 2021, I was the only one, I was, I was just getting attacked, all the retailers attacking it. And we did this, we put out this movie. Alan Duke put covers over it right away and said, contains nudity and porn. Uh, false information. The false information wasn't working because people were opening it up. So he put contains nudity and porn is disgusting. Now he tried to say he didn't do that one. So this was my introduction to Alan Duke. I actually it was the summer before it was over a therapeutic that I that I had out that Ben Carson had really used, and Alan Duke said that he was lying. And uh, so Ben kind of introduced Ben Carson. That's why I was introduced to Alan Duke. And Ben said, "Yes, I did take that." Well. So that was the introduction. So Alan Duke, the problem is once he reinstated the person's podcast, Facebook did, but they never gave back the 2 million followers. So it's like if you're, if you're innocent, you're still guilty. Well, Alan Duke then, this is the, then it, then it got, then we did absolute interference, everybody. When I did absolute interference, the movie came out. We finished the movie and we put it out to the public. 10 minutes later, nobody could have watched it. And Alan Duke put a Facebook fact check over and said, contains false information. He couldn't have even watched the movie, Steve. <laughs> where, where did we get you on Twitter? We got to bounce. Where do you get you on Twitter? What's the handle? At, at Real Mike Lindell, everybody. At Real Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is back on Twitter. Of course, he's on Getter. He's on True Social. I mean, he's, on, he's also on Lindell TV. Short break. Back in a moment. years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works, and that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com and download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com.
War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I want everybody in the in the area, and that means California, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Utah, uh, to get out to uh, the Metro Phoenix area this weekend. It is going to be Amfest, put on by Turning Point USA. Go to tpusa.com slash warroom. You can still get your tickets. We're going to be out there live. In a minute, we're going to go to the new federal state of China's uh, television channel. They're out there right now, Prince and Nicole, who I do have honor to do the weekly show with. Uh, we're going to go there in a minute. They're actually at AmFest. They'll be there. They'll be presenting, and they'll be doing live television coverage to make sure that all Lao Beijing in mainland China get the, get the word uh, here about how we have their back in taking down the CCP. First, I want to go to Michael Seifert. Michael, Public SQ, I get so many compliments from people that go there. We need some good, positive news about tech today, right? All day long, we've heard about the FBI, the surveillance operation, the suppression. They're starting to let uh, Mike Lindell and other guys back on Twitter. But talk to us about tech on, on your side, the company you're building, how it's free to everybody. And it's really what I love is what you first told me when I first met you, you said, hey, we got to stop giving money to people that hate us and don't don't have our values. Talk to me about your philosophy, the company, and how do people get there, particularly during the Christmas season? Well, Steve, thank you. And I can certainly share some good news. In the tech world, there's a revolution taking place. There are people that are tired, that are building these pieces of technology, that are tired of the woke nonsense. They're tired of the progressive virtue signaling, and they're tired of feeling like their opinions aren't welcome in the public square. And so I'm very grateful because we have a team full of people that are driven to create excellence with technology that serves the power structures of society being shifted back toward we the people. And we've created a tech platform called Public Square. You can find it at publicsq.com or search Public Square on the App Store or Google Play. And we provide consumers with the largest collection of patriotic America first businesses this nation has ever seen. And we try to do that in a very user-friendly way so that this movement can grow and that you can actually shift your dollars away from people that don't like you toward businesses that will actually embrace your liberties and your freedoms. What we've been able to do in the last six months since our national launch has been tremendous. And again, all of the credit for that goes to our incredible team that works around the clock because they believe that for the next generation, it's up to them to stand up and to secure these freedoms again. Let's talk about that. Public Square is totally free, right, to, to, to everybody that wants to go sign up. If you're a business, I want to talk about if you're a business, how they get to you and what do they do to make their product offerings and their services. And if it's a consumer, how they get to Public Square and how do they use the service and, and understand that it's free. Thanks for asking, Steve. Yeah, so you can head to publicsq.com and you can either sign up as a user or you can add your business, both of which are free. We make our money from selling subscription advertising, from connecting businesses together in B2B services. We have other ways of making money that don't require us to sell your data. Uh, so what we've done is that we've made this experience free for both business and users so that we can truly create a movement that's attractive and that has as little hurdles to jump over as possible. You can join there. If you're creating a user account, you can create a consumer account. It only takes about 30 seconds. You're dropped into the experience and you can find thousands of businesses online that'll serve you anywhere in the country. You can also hit the shop local tab and you can find thousands of businesses in communities around the country that are actually local to you. So whether you want a new cup of coffee from a new spot that doesn't support abortion like Starbucks, or whether you want to actually switch your bank so that you don't have to worry about fear of your financial security being infringed upon uh, because you share misinformation, so the regime calls it, you can actually find all of those options here. There's not an industry that we don't have available on the platform. And then actually, if you are a business owner, you can sign up for free as well. You can create your whole profile, add images of your business. You can even link discounts. So what's really neat is that about 40% of the businesses on the platform actually add discounts for the consumers so that consumers can actually receive discounted incentive to spend money in alignment with their values. And we're, had it, we're seeing thousands of new consumers join the platform every day. Hundreds of new businesses join the platform every day. It's truly been a phenomenal parallel economy that's being built right before our very eyes, and it's very easy to join. So we'd love it if you and, uh, join the community and join us on the adventure. No, we told people this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to build our own, and you got guys like Michael Seifer that stepped up. Uh, I, I know you might not want to disclose names, but I just want people to know uh, in the tech industry, in marketing industry, the type of talent, the quality of talent that's now coming to the company that rejects the values 
of these woke companies and says, hey, I want to work someplace that I feel comfortable that my values are in the platform and that the companies and particularly the people, they can't be, uh, they can't be uh, insulted, they can't be mocked, they can't be ridiculed, and most importantly, they can't be deplatformed. Sir, talk, talk to us for a second about that. I have the honor sitting with team members of ours every single day that tell stories of their past work experiences, how they were at Fortune 100 companies in very senior levels in the technology departments with FaceTime Weekly with their CEOs, sharing how all innovation has been completely squelched. Every single bit of drive competition has been trampled upon on the altar of woke virtue signaling. So today, all hands company meetings at some of the largest institutions in the country are filled more with talking about uh, anti-white CRT philosophies and how uh, we need to support sending more money to Ukraine and making sure that every single different gender identity is celebrated and supported. Those are what those meetings today are filled with. And so we have now the honor of, of receiving many of those past leaders in those environments that say, I can't do it anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm done with the woke environment. I want to build something of impact that will matter to the generations after me. And so we were able to provide an experience for them to come and say, we want you to build here. We want you to run here. And you can know with the blessed assurance that every single bit of work you put your hands to, every single bit of code that you write is actually supporting a better country. And that's the type of environment that these people are seeking. Uh, Seifert, once again, how do people get to Public SQ, Public Square? I, I really want everybody to join this because we said we're going to build an alternative economy that it's going to be bigger than the commercial economy that exists today because people, the great two-thirds of the people are in agreement on these values, the, the values that underpin the Judeo-Christian West, uh, and they're going to want to support companies that don't hate them and share their values. And you've built one from the, from the deck plates up. How do people get there? Well, it's an honor that you're helping us build it, Steve. Thank you. And it's very easy to sign up. Head to publicsq.com, or you can search for Public Square in the App Store or Google Play, and you'll see us pop up right there as America's Marketplace. You can join for free as a business or a consumer. We'd love it if you join us on the journey. We are absolutely transforming this economy, one patriotic consumer and business at a time, but it takes all of us. This is a grassroots movement. We're just a bunch of normal people that cared enough to do something about it, and we pray that more and more people continue to join us in that effort and that fight. Steve, we'll see you this morning at, or this weekend at America Fest as well. It will be out there. We look forward to having you, and we'll have you on the show at their live. Honored you. Michael Seifert, Public Square, Public SQ. I want everybody to go check it out right now. Also, uh, we're going to be joining Prince. We got Prince and Nicole from the New Federal States TV Network. Uh, first off, and you're out, you're actually some of the early arrivals out there for America Fest. You're going to be having live broadcast out there. You're going to be presenting. You've got a booth. The first thing I want to ask you, and I want to start with Prince. Everybody wants to know, did Emperor Xi blink? This whole situation in mainland China, we saw these tremendous patriots of Lao Beijing, of the Chinese people stand up to Xi about these incredible lockdowns. Now nobody's locked down, but they're blaming the saying COVID's, uh, you know, going through the country. Was that a huge victory for Lao Beijing? Did, did Xi and the Chinese Communist Party, Prince, I'll start with you, did, it, did they actually blink and allow people some freedom? Um, actually, Steve, that's a great question. I think it bothered him deeply, and I think it bothered the regime deeply, but I don't think they cared about it because they have never cared about the Chinese people in a hundred years of the existence of the Chinese Communist Party. Now, but that sends a message, a strong message to the entire world, which is why we're here at America Fest. We have two booths, uh, one in the exhibition area, one in the media section. We got the best of the best. We got the best setup. Why? Why do people love us? Because we're here to take down the CCP. And the recent protest in China tells the whole world that we, the Chinese people, have our back. Thank you, Steve. Oh, let me ask you, did, did she, the same question, did she blink? Did she, did she because here, here's the question. We heard everybody in the mainstream media say at the 20th Party Congress, she has the military reports to him. He has the state of China, the government report to him. And he's chairman of the Chinese Communist Party. He has more power than anybody since Mao. He's the most powerful person on earth. Yet, what, eight or 10 weeks later, it looks like students, workers, uh, housewives, actually took to the streets of Beijing, took to the streets of the French concession in Shanghai and throughout the country, and actually it basically said, we're not going to do this anymore, and they blinked. 
Was that a big victory for Lao Beijing, ma'am? Yes, uh, Mr. Steve, this is Nicole. Um, and before I get to the question, I just want to let you know that I just met a big fan of Mr. Uh, Steve K. Bannon. His name is Mark Reynolds from uh, Fresno, California, and he works for the Span Construction and Engineering uh, Company. He really <laughs> wanted to see Mr. Captain, and he says, you know, he learned so much about communism <laughs> and why America should stop communism. Wow. And, and he said he heard about the new federal state of China from you, from war room, from war room pandemic. <laughs> and he can also see Mao Zedong's take down CCP, that song, that the rhythm. And so he's like a 60 plus years old and I'm so touched by this gentleman. And I see hope in this guy. America has a hope because America understands that the CCP is the most dangerous existential threat to America's liberty. So we're so happy to, to be here. And I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Steve K. Bannon for your help, for Maureen's help. That's why we're here. So I was a, a student at Tiananmen Square from the Tiananmen Square in Beijing, from the public square and the Freedom Square in America. It's been a long journey, but we're so happy to be here. And I'm so glad you asked about the white paper protest in communist China, it, enough is enough. You know, this is the 19, uh, uh, this is the moment for the Chinese independence movement inspired by the American founding fathers. This is the time for the Chinese people to stand up and say no to the evil Chinese Communist Party and, and America's, you know, it's a great legend. American experiment has inspired the Chinese people, has inspired people from all walks of life in communist China to stand up and say no to the CCP. So thank you, America. Thank you, America Fest, for having us to be here. Oh, no, I got to tell you, I think people are so uh, proud of you guys and so, being fighters and so impressed of the quality of the broadcast you do. Prince, let me ask you, I want to go to Twitter. You know, we just had this explosive, uh, there've been revelations here over the last couple of weeks. And to, to early in the show, as you guys saw, we, um, we celebrated Mike Lindell returning to Twitter and he's a big player on Getter. Uh, and of course we're, we're exclusively on Getter, the show and everything we do. And we love Getter, but can Twitter, you know, it had Matt Taibbi just come out about 80 FBI agents were doing surveillance of American citizens, which is totally illegal. Can Twitter really be a, a free platform until Miles Guo? I mean, Miles Guo, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think is the first person ever to be banned back in 2017. And if you think about it, every and this is even for people who don't like Miles Guo. If you look at what Miles Guo has told the American people about the CCP, if you look at everything he said about the virus, all the information he's put out, is should the next person that gets back on Twitter, should it be Miles Guo? Should Elon Musk and his team focus on 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 Miles Guo and to let Miles Guo have his Twitter account back, which was, I think, the first guy ever permanently banned back in 2016 or 2017. Prince, I want to go to you first and then to Nicole. Thank you so much, Mr. Bannon. And I think that is a great question. But first of all, I would like to say, in my personal opinion, that Twitter is a ship. It's a ship that has sunk too much. It's too broken to be fixed, right? And even if they reinstated Mao Zedong, I am not sure Mr. Mao Zedong would even go back after the horrible treatment that Twitter has placed and the censorship against Chinese dissidents. And, you know, the Stanford Cyber Institute actually did a study that from 2017 to 2020, Mr. Mao Zedong was the most attacked internet. Uh, person on the entire internet across 6 billion people worldwide. And that was data from 2020. So we're now here at 2022. Mao Zedong is the biggest truth teller to the entire world because he was the first one who exposed to America what the Chinese Communist Party is doing here. And he laid out pretty simple, right? He said, look, we used to fight with rocks, fists, right? Then there was rocket, there was guns. Now the CCP is waging an unrestricted warfare. And primary among those is media infiltration. And they're, you know, obviously traditional news outlets, you know, CNN and whatnot, but they are primarily you know, really focused on the Twitter and all these other social media outlets because that's where millennials are. That's where Gen Z are. That's where the future is. And, you know, if anything, to, to and, you know, I, I thought of this great quote the other day and I want to relay now. A man who only consumes fast food, right, <laughs> might become fat and obese. Yeah. But a man who only consumes mainstream media is going to become arrogant yet ignorant. So that is my answer to you. Thank you, Steve. Well, by the way, I, Prince, I agree 100%. I mean, we've n I've never had an account on Twitter 
And it, it, we will never go back on the worm or anything like that. We're 100% Getter. The Getter interaction, the community we built in Getter, our followers in Getter mm-hmm. are, 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 too, uh, are too specialized. I don't want to get into the toxic environment. I'm watching Twitter for the exposure of the American administrative state and also the CCP, because you're going to find the CCP, they've, got, they've had intelligence officers. They, they even admitted they had Ministry of State security people. Nicole, before we lose you, I want to go back to you. Because we're going to have a massive uh, engagement out at uh, America Fest. This is really the biggest thing that happens in the conservative movement. What, what do you help? What is New Federal State? What do you guys hope to accomplish by being out there, by having the booze, by by? I think G Fashion is going to be out there. You're also going to be doing broadcast. Yeah. You're going to be on the War Room Live yeah. as we're out there. What do you guys hope to accomplish? Absolutely. So uh, the new federal state of China was, uh, you know, was co-founded by you and Mr. Uh, Mao Zedong, and we stand for the freedom-loving Chinese people in China and uh, Chinese people from around the world. And the reason why why we want to be here is that we want to stand with the freedom-loving American people and let them know that the CCP is the most uh, dangerous existential threat. To America, and you just asked a brilliant question to uh, Prince about uh, uh, Twitter and Elon Musk. Is he a true uh, free speech absolute? He's not, because let's follow the money. You know, it's uh, Binance, Zhao Changpeng, and um, Sequoia Capital that was behind Elon Musk's 44 billion takeover of Twitter. That's CCP's money. And we can see the CCP's money behind the Wall Street, behind the Confucius uh, Institute, and also behind the Hollywood, the NBA, you name it, from Wall Street to mainstream, from Hollywood to Silicon Valley. There's the CCP money, there's the CCP infiltration and influence. So why we want to be here? We want to wake up the people, American people who are still sleeping, who are, who are not aware of the most dangerous existential threat. That is the Chinese Communist Party. America is the last stand on earth. And like President Reagan famously said, if we lose America, I mean, there's no place to escape to. I was I escaped the Tiananmen Square. I do not want this country that I love is becoming the country that I fled. Before, hold on, before, before Prince, let me, no, I just want to finish with Nicole for a second. Do you think, Nicole, in the trends you're seeing, are you concerned that the country you escaped to for freedom, and obviously you want to free China, but are you afraid that the United States is showing tendencies of losing that freedom, ma'am? Absolutely. You know, uh, Steve, I came here 20 years ago uh, as a student. And so I got my master's degree. I had a very good life here in this country. and But having a good life in America no longer provides me with that sense of security because I see the CCP has, bu- has been buying out America's most valuable assets. You know, it, you can probably find CCP's fingerprints in uh, almost every aspect of American life. Okay, if CCP owns the Wall Street, CCP owns the mainstream media, the social media company, the CCP will own we the people. And that's the most scared thing on earth. And that's why I want to stand with the people who are coming to the American Fest to say no to the CCP. And because this is the best way to defend America. To me, America first means that we defeat CCP first in America. And I believe America's greatness will only begins when we end CCP here on the U.S. soil. Uh, Prince, uh, last thing. How do people, uh, it's fantastic. Prince, we got about a minute. How do people find you uh, at uh, America Fest and where do they go online to follow your broadcast and to follow you guys putting stuff up on Getter? Where do people go? Thank you so much. So we have two booths here at America Fest. We have one, Boost 126 and 127 at the exhibition area, as well as our media booth, which is right, right behind Newsmax. And uh, if you want to follow us uh, on the internet, please go to NFSC TV on Getter and go to nfscofficial.com for our official website. Thank you, Steve. Guys, I can't be uh, prouder of you two and all of New Federal State. It's a great showing out there. You couldn't have picked a better time than the, than the America Fest. Look forward. We're going to be doing the show here live tomorrow. We'll track you guys down. We want to have you on the morning show. And then we'll be back out there Saturday, Sunday. Everybody will be live on Monday and Tuesday. All the entire shows at America Fest. And Prince and Nicole will be joining us live in the studio. Guys, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. God bless America. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you.
take down the CCP. This is what it is. These are fighters. These are hardcore fighters. Okay, this news out of uh, Matt Taibbi about uh, Twitter is very disturbing. The FBI, and I mean when I say Twitter, Elon Musk will show me that he's serious about freedom of speech when he puts on the biggest anti-CCP fighter when Miles Grove gets back up there. Then I know they're serious. But I got to tell you, the revelations that have come out from Matt Taibbi and this team that's into the information detail that a team of 80 FBI agents were a full-time surveillance operation using Twitter on American citizens, and this, and this is how they shut people down. We're going to get into all of it, capital markets, economy, geopolitics, everything about the coup that took down President Trump. We're going to get into all that, plus the RNC race, what's happening on Capitol Hill, the Speaker of the House race. We're going to be jammed, packed with info, and we'll be going out live to America Fest tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Join us back here. At, uh, at the war room. See you then. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.